Hi, everyone. Welcome to the point spread at fantasypoints.com. It is game time on uh, fantasypoints.com. Uh, to those of you listening live, the dozens and dozens of Brawley and Dolan fans, and to the maybe hundreds listening on our Fantasy Points premium podcast feed. Uh, ben, Ben, uh, how do I, what are the instructions to get the premium podcast feed, by the way? Just so I can throw it out there. I have it added. I did it, but I just don't remember exactly how to do it. Okay, media drop down, premium podcast. That's really easy. Um, so Tom and I were told that we had a lot of uh, uh look, we're Friday at 5 p.m. Okay, I understand. Tom probably has a beer already. Oh, yeah, two of them. <laughs> I put them two in there. I'm ready to go, man. I just looked at I literally just looked at props for three hours. I just oh, okay. have numbers dancing around in my head. I just I uh I just updated injuries, and there is nothing worse uh for the game hubs then late week injuries. They are the goddamn worst. Um, I just put those in there. They're all updated. But everybody, uh, well, welcome to the uh, welcome to the Point Spread live stream where we go each and every game on the board, EGOTB, and we uh, break down spreads, over-unders, um, props that everybody likes, and we'll see what makes Brawley's board for the Sunday live stream. It's good to be with everybody uh t-bro on the mango <laughs> ics right uh, now we're into september i gotta go a little hard you know a little uh you know more fall uh yeah. beers here i got a little pilsner i believe it's called the blue stripe it's uh in honor of penn state tomorrow so oh okay against the Auburn there yeah. about a dozen oh they're cool style so oh, ready to oh, okay, go yeah good, good tailgating beer so so um let's just uh th- I, Dom I went out with our buddy now our buddy um from college Dean uh accidentally discovered that he has a perfect palate yes I I, I he came up a couple uh a year uh, last year at some point too yeah yeah so he didn't even drink in college and like so uh, like just like after college like when he would drink a good beer like he would be like um oh man this tastes like candied walnuts and and <laughs> and like and, and boysenberries and shit like that and his you know what i like, taste joe beer beer <laughs> his friends were like his friends were like dean that is weird they're like stop pulling our leg and he's like no like this tastes exactly like a donut i had when i was 16 at a donut shop he has a photographic memory of everything he's ever tasted. That is, and I, it's, so, it's the most bizarre thing, but he's, hey. But he's a, he's, <laughs> he literally is a professional beer drinker. And he he's was basically a sommelier with beer. Yeah, it's, yeah, um, I don't know uh, what it's called is. a Cicerone, Cicerone, but he refuses to be acknowledged as that because he said they're pretentious and they invented that term after he was already one of them okay so he refuses to use the term but uh but um anyway he was in town and he had a guy from belgium who runs the oldest farm brewery in belgium the guy's brewery invented the saison and he was in town and they took us to a dinner at a wonderful belgian pub here uh, in greenville it was wonderful anyway there's my story about beer um let's get into the betting tom we're already let's off drink some beers start. yeah yeah let's i gotta drink I, i'm not drinking right now you know i got off the bike I, i'm, I'm hydrating oh, good, good for you yeah uh, but um no, well i didn't yesterday because i had i was out drinking beer so <laughs> so there we go um anyway let's start uh let's start with uh sunday's games 
Let's start with the New Orleans Saints at the Carolina Panthers. New Orleans minus three on the highway, Tom. Minus 115 the, um, uh, with the minus three. The over-under of 44 and a half. New Orleans and Carolina, Tom, I, I, I'll be honest. Maybe you're, you're smarter than me. You, you, you dug deeper into this one. What the hell do you, how do I bet this game? Because uh, I'm, I'm on the Panthers. I, I got okay. it when it was at four and a half on Tuesday. Oh, so that's been juiced down. Yeah, I mean, they had the COVID situation. I mean, I actually bet it like literally a couple hours right before the COVID situation kind of came out. It doesn't seem like anything yeah. more has come from that. Uh, you know, luckily for Saints. So, yeah, uh, but you know, they had some big injuries. Uh, Eric McCoy and Marcus Davenport and uh, Marshawn Lattimore in their secondary. So, and you know, I, I'm just a little bit skeptical about what we saw in Week One. I, I thought it was a little bit of uh, the Packers no showing in that game, and uh, not not completely sure what we still have. You know, with Jameis Winston, uh, it was good, and you know, the limited uh, batches there. He only threw for 148 yards with mm-hmm. five touchdowns, but uh, just a, just a tad skeptical here. And uh, you know, I think this Pat Panthers team was dominating that game against the Jets, so. Uh, I think there's some value on the uh, on the dog here at home. The, uh, they're home still getting dog. three, so that's that key number. So you're still getting that if you think there's value on the home dog here. Um, uh, any props that stand out to you? James Winston over 240. Uh, Tom, James Winston, I was surprised to see the over-under on touchdowns at one and a half. Thought it'd be at four and a half after last yeah, week. Yeah, after Jones. last week. Uh, nah, this game... It was tough. I, I looked through. I, I didn't really see anything that was too interesting. I, I looked at Christian yeah. Caffrey. He was sitting at like 113 for his uh, rushing and receiving. I thought that was interesting, but uh, couldn't quite get there. So, yeah, and the, on the Saints side, uh, just we didn't see much last week. I, I feel like we're going in blind again in week two with their offense. Yeah, so, that's um, exactly right, Tom. I don't know how I'm betting a player prop for the Saints right now. Yeah, I mean. We just didn't see – I mean, look, to them, that was an ideal game. Mm. But we didn't see their 90th percentile game game plan. Yeah. Like, that was I mean, that was yeah. the 5% to the extreme win, and there's a 5% extreme loss. They were in the 5% extreme win range of outcomes. Yeah, I mean, it was no, you know, they didn't even have to show much of the playbook last week. So, yeah. uh, you know, I think Troutman, like, led the team with three catches. I mean, there was just, you know, very few completions. Uh, didn't really have to see much from them. So uh, kind of staying away from that Saints side. If I was looking at anything, it was kind of the McCaffrey props. Uh, DJ Moore's prop was kind of interesting too. Uh, he was sitting around 61 yards, uh, you know, no Lattimore. And you know, he's kind of owned them throughout the years. He's always played against them well. So uh, Robbie Anderson had a very limited role. I was looking at Robbie Anderson's under for four and a half catches as well. But, um, you know, those were interesting ones that I couldn't quite uh, get to the window with. Yeah, so uh, keep in mind, I think uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's dinged up for the Saints, too. So okay. that could be, that could be a, a boon for Terrace Marshall, um, yeah. who, who almost scored last week, Tom. So, like, uh, let's uh, – let, let's you know, it, the Carolina, I thought it was a promising start for Carolina. Um, but, again, you're playing the Jets. Um, you know, Darnold, you know, and I think, uh, I think pro football focus kind of agreed, like, the perception of his game was better than the reality of the game. Like, that you know, kind of my, you know, just watch, you know, just jumping in and out of the reds. It, it seemed like he left some throws out there. It was, 
you know, it wasn't a particularly tough matchup against the Jets, but uh, you know, overall, you know, it's you know, it's not like we can ding him for what he did either. Complete but. opposite, by the way, Tom. CJ Chauncey Gardner Johnson is not injured. As a matter of fact, I threw a note. I knew I wrote about him, but I threw a note in the, in the game hub that uh, he allowed just 0.2 yards per coverage snap in the slot last week against Green Bay per SIS. That was the fewest of any player targeted three or more times in week one. So um, not the week to meddle with Terrace Marshall. Um, what are some of the unders on Terrace Marshall, actually? Uh, let's see here. Do they have any over-unders here? Yeah. Uh, it's, I've got – I've got – um, I don't have <laughs> – have any reception also on the other side yeah you know that was the the packer side and they were all kind of discombobulated yeah so you don't you know you don't know what you're going to get yeah. from that defense too yeah well, I'm, so. I'm staying away from this game now you got the four and a half the three's yeah, out yeah. there if you like carolina yeah i still like the three and a half it's still widely out there yeah. for anybody you know shop around there's a lot of three and a half still out there cincinnati and chicago tom cincinnati's catching two and a half on the highway minus 105 with the two and a half over under a 45 and a half now tom correct me if i'm wrong I believe this would indicate that a lot of money's come in on the Bengals. Uh, yes, this is this line has moved. Yeah, from it, it crossed over the key number. It was yeah. three and a half to start the week. It opened at five and a half, by the way. Yeah, I mean that might have been a look ahead line. I yeah. think on Sunday night it was three and a half, and it, it's okay. gotten all the way down. It, it touched one and a half for a brief minute uh, on Wednesday or Thursday, but. Uh, yeah, for me, this is a. I'm staying the f away from this game. This line stinks out loud because yeah, everybody I, watched Chicago on national think it up. Get, get embarrassed. Yeah, but I, I don't know if the Bengals have you know the jailbreak kind of offense that you know that, that was just a just a tough matchup for them. They didn't. They don't have the offensive weaponry to to really go you know you know go shot for shot with the Rams here. This is yeah. a game where. They could control it a little bit better with David Montgomery and, you know, get him up over 20 carries. So I'm leaning bears for like office pool stuff. You know, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be picked in 20, 25% of polls this week, I would guess. And, uh, but you know, the Bengals, you know, it was a, a impressive a debut for them. Uh, you know, the, the Vikings certainly shot themselves in the foot a lot last week, but uh, thought the offensive line, you know, performed fairly well. Uh, Joe Mixon was running nice. Uh, you know, and obviously Jamar Chase uh, up over 100 yards is, uh, in his pro debut after a, a very shaky showing there in the preseason. Yeah, so uh, let's let's look at some uh, player props in this game, Tom. Anything you like uh, in particular? Uh, I I hit the Chase one. Uh, still think there's a bit of an adjustment period here. Uh, 56 and a half was the number that I got. Um, it, it seemed like I was looking at other shops. It, it seemed like it was ticking up there, so I. Might not want to screw around with that one too long. I, I could see that getting up to like 60 yards or so. Um, and the other one was David Montgomery. I think he's been totally undersold here in fantasy. I mean, he was a mid third round pick, uh, probably should have been higher than that. Yeah, he was excellent down the stretch last year, looked great again this year. You know, he's not a special one or anything, but he, he gets every yard out of a carry. So uh, 60 and a half is his total. Uh, the Bengals, you know, did a pretty good job against Dalvin Cook last week, but, um, you know, I think a lot of that was on the Vikings uh, being discombobulated there. It was a good matchup against the Bengals' run defense last year. So I'll, I'm going back to the well with the David Montgomery again this week. Uh, I have, I'm seeing Joe Mixon, 66 and a half. That one was interesting too for me. Um, he had 33 touches last week. 
Um, the Bears are still down Eddie Goldman, their nose tackle. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even the Rams, who don't really need to run the football, you know, Daryl Henderson went up and over this number. Yeah. Well, and then that was some somewhat skip, script, script related, easy for me to say. Uh, you know, they got up big there and uh, really rode Henderson a lot in the second half there. Uh, I'm expecting this game to be tighter. I, I was looking at that one, though, too, for sure. I, yeah. What did you get Chase at again? Uh, 56 and a half. I like that. That's still yeah, out there. It's uh, yeah, it's still out. I, I think it's going to be ticking up here. Uh, I looked through a couple of different books and uh, it was 57 and a half, 58 and a half, depending on where you were looking. But uh, I'm, one, I'm seeing a 60 and a half. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It, yeah. it, it's definitely ticking up. Uh, by the way, uh, Tyler Boyd, if you're interested, uh, the Bears, and this is a tweet here from uh, Jeff Dickerson from ESPN. I'm not really interested, Joe. He fucking burned me last week. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> Matt Nagy says the team is still working through the nickel position. Marquee Christian started in that spot week one. He gave up the most receiving yards and two touchdowns to slot receivers in week one for pro football focus. Yeah, and that, uh, that whole uh, secondary looked rough. Other, other than that, Duke Shelley might get the action in there. Wow, the great Duke Shelley. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a, the, the great jazz trumpeter, yes. Duke Shelley, is, uh, is uh, yeah, uh, potentially uh, out there. I'm seeing a 69 and a half for Joe Mixon. I don't know if I'm going to hit that one. Uh, uh, I guess, uh, I don't, why, why is DraftKings softer than my damn offshore book? I <laughs> well, I always noticed that back in the day. Anything on like sportsbook.ag and Bovada, yeah. everything was juiced towards the over get yeah. those uh, i guess they get the recreational real recreational players that are <laughs> yeah, <great. laughs> yeah uh houston cleveland cleveland laying 13 at home over under of 48 the markets tom not buying into houston after their week one assassination of the jacks <laughs> yeah that was uh, a pretty rough showing for urban meyer in that first game uh but yeah this is this line has slowly been moving up here it's kind of in that 11 and a half, 12 range to begin the week. And, um, you know, it's been climbing up here, but I don't think it's going to get up over that 14 number. So if you like the, I'm on the Brown side for office pool stuff. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not buying too much into that Texans. I, I picked the Texans for stuff last week in our game picks and for the ATS stuff, but that was, you know, more to be a contrarian play. I, I, I thought, you know, urban Meyer looked like, you know, I thought the Jaguars looked like shit all preseason and yeah. I thought they were just as bad as the Texans and uh, kind of played out that, you know, obviously kind of played out that way. They smoked them. Uh, so, you know, I, I, the, the problem is the Browns, this could be a bit of a letdown spot here. You know, you, you go they did uh, everything they could to win. Yeah. That they, they, they basically won that game, but they gave it away, you know, with the, the drop punt and uh, just, just missed a bunch of miscues late in that game. And, you got to play perfect for 60 minutes to beat the chiefs. And, um, you know, I, I could see this being a bit of a letdown spot, but, um, you know, I, I'm leaning towards the Brown side in this one up, you know, up to uh, obviously two touchdowns there. Uh, so, uh, first and foremost, our developer Brock just told me I'm killing him. So I'm, I'm so sorry, Brock. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> he is a hardworking man. Tom, how about this prop? I just hit plus 200. Nick Chubb, 100 plus rushing yards and to score a touchdown. Jeez, <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, is that like a that one? special there? Yeah. I mean, shit. I, I mean, they don't really have touchdown props out on uh, any of the sites for 
you know, the, the books in Pennsylvania here yet, but uh, I gave out his over 100, 100 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Uh, I like that prop a lot. You know, he, he torched them last year in this matchup. Uh, up over 100 scrimmage yards yeah. in seven of his last nine games. They've been getting them involved as a receiver here. Uh, I guess the only concern I really have is that he plays three quarters and, uh, you know, rests the entire fourth quarter if they're up by three or four touchdowns, you know, and they just, you know, uh, yeah, who's the backup? The earnest. They get the uh, earnest yeah. into the mix, you know. He's not an earnest. He's the earnest. So you got to, yeah. Um <laughs> I do like that prop though, Joe. I, I would uh, guess so you, all right. So you like that one? I yeah, guess. I would guess that he's probably almost. You know, he's got to have the, the you know might have the shortest odds to score rushing. You know, to score a touchdown this week uh, on the entire board. I would guess that he's at least like minus one fifty. Uh, might even be close to like minus two hundred. I mean, I think he scored. Uh, I have it in my game hub this week. I think he scored in seven straight or eight straight games or something. Yeah. So yeah, there's one for you. I like that. Oh, how's that? When I saw that prop, I was like, "That's what that's going to be plus one hundred well, even odds." Maybe I'll yeah. have to parlay that. I get the uh, same game parlays as soon as they put up some touchdown scores. Oh, uh, in oh, Pennsylvania man. here, always so. getting juicy here now. <laughs> um, okay, let's go to the Rams and the Colts. Tom, the Rams are laying three and a half on the road. I, uh, I'll be honest, I don't think that's enough. I know. Isn't this the smelliest goddamn line of the I week? I, I mean, the Colts are down their right tackle. They just, by the way, by the way, they just put on, on the injury report on Friday, both Michael Pittman and Paris Campbell listed as questionable. Uh-oh. They're going to be calling Marvin, uh, <laughs> Reggie Wayne and the uh, water Mar- authority. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be calling in the, the reserves here to yeah. three and a half. Tom, this line stinks out loud, but I got to be honest. I have a really tough time making a case for the Colts right here. I, that's well, that's why it smells the high heaven here. Um, I'm betting. I don't care. I'm they were, yeah, they weren't very competitive in that you know game against the Seahawks. They scored a late touchdown to kind of uh, you know make up for it a little bit, make the score look a little better. But uh, yeah, I, I just don't see it here. The, the especially the way the uh, you know the Rams' offense looked in the first game there. Uh, the Bears didn't really show a lot of resistance in that game. But uh, yeah, I just don't. I I. I I think this line should be probably closer to four and a half, yeah. you know, you know, five. I don't know if it should be up in that six to seven point range, but uh, maybe I will eventually put some money down on it. But it, it does feel like the biggest sucker bet on the board here this week. Yeah, I just like, but I mean, I just think they're much better. And, you know, I, I was listening to Cosell talk about Wentz's game. It didn't sound any different, Tom. No, just individual just like, play. He was and... all right. Individual plays. He didn't, you know, I think he had the one turnover on a fumble, but it just uh, like I mean, like if I'm an Eagle fan, I am an Eagle fan. But if I'm a general Eagle fan, I'm thinking that game was the perfect outcome for you. Wentz didn't get hurt, and he looked fine. But you don't mind getting two draft picks, including a first rounder, for fine. Yeah, you know, and like, and fine isn't bad enough for them to pull the plug. So yeah, I mean, I don't know, Tom. That was uh, yeah, he is in a top. I mean, this is this receiving core. I mean, it it might be the worst in the league right now. Uh, we want to see Michael Pittman make a step, you know, take some steps forward. He didn't he didn't show much in that first game. Uh, who would have thought that they'd be dying without T.Y. Hilton in the lineup? But I feel like they kind of are. I mean, I think that's why the uh, running backs uh, were so heavily involved in the, this one. And 
uh, that's that's why I'm kind of looking at their props here. Uh, yeah, what do you think, Tom? Because like, yeah. there's there seems to be there's a lot of player props for this game. But what yeah, what are you thinking? Yeah, I got the Taylor over 79 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Uh, saw seven targets up over 100 some scrimmage yards. Uh, David Montgomery played well in this game last week uh, in this matchup. So uh, I just think it's all the touches are going to funnel through this backfield and. Um, Naeem Hines, I, I I gave a real hard look at his receptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a plus, pro, plus price. He's number one receiver. Right he now. is. He might be if Paris Campbell and Michael Pittman sit out. Yeah. Uh, it was three and a half. It was like plus 105, plus 110. Uh, I still might, uh, maybe on Sunday morning, if it's still kind of sitting in that plus price, yeah. uh, I might consider that one. But, uh, you know, I I would be looking at running back props here for the for the Colts here. This The yeah. offense is running through them. That line Oh my God! <laughs> I, I gave out an under this week on Robert Woods, Joe. Oh boy! Yeah, I mean it was a little bit concerning. He uh, was kind of a rotational player last week. Yeah. Well, let's hope that's just one week thing because I drafted him everywhere. Well, let's hope it's a two week thing after I get the under. Uh, well, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, but maybe hey, he can uh, score a touchdown again and yeah. you know do his thing, but get under five and a half catches. Um. Okay. Uh, let's go to Denver, Jacksonville. Denver laying six on the road. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater laying six on the road. Oh, Ridiculous. Uh, over under a 45, Tom. I don't know how anybody on planet Earth could go to the window with the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it was not It was not pretty last week. Uh, the only consolation I would kind of take as a Jaguars fan, uh, you know, Seemed like Greg Cosell did think that, you know, Lawrence played really showed well. some poise and, you know, he was just put in an awful situation by, you know, falling behind so they quickly him in awful spots. Yeah. But they this keep. is, this is, this is a major step up in terms of defense. I mean, going from Houston's defense to Denver's, I mean, yeah. they got an all world secondary. They didn't lose Ronald Dur- Darby, which is uh, notable for this one, but, you know, with Marvin Jones, DJ Chark. Uh, but yeah, this, and this defensive line is going to give their offensive line major issues. This no, Tom, I'm going to tell you something, man. If if Teddy plays anywhere close to the way he played last week, the Jags are going to have to throw the ball. Like, like I mean, Jack Jacksonville's defense was atrocious last week, and I know Judy's hurt, but the the Broncos still do have some weapons. Yeah, uh, I I was looking at their you know the kind of the Judy replacement this week uh, for a prop, uh, KJ Hamler. Or, or, or uh, blue stripe guy, you know, we're, we're rooting for him. Uh, 35 yards is his prop, 35 and a half. I, you know, I kind of figure he's, I'm kind of warming up to him. I, I mean, Patrick was probably the safe pickup on the waiver wire this week, but uh, as the week is worn on here, I, I'm thinking KJ Hamler might be pretty ripe for, uh, you know, a nice couple weeks stretch here while Jerry Judy's out of the lineup. Uh, Teddy loves, you know, throwing to his guys out of the slot. And um, I, I just could see him, you know, having a nice couple of weeks here. And, and, and the he did get loose last week for a touchdown. He just dropped it. But, it yeah. but you know, the, the 35 and a half, I think he's going to kind of become a full-time player here with Tim Patrick and Sutton. Uh, I thought that was a uh, – I like the number. I, I think he's uh, – we're catching him. I, I could see this number being uh, closer to 50 in a week or two if he has a, a big game here, if he, you know, which he's capable of doing. Tom, I'm, I, I just caught a Javante Williams uh, 11 and a half carries. 
I like that. I, I didn't yeah. see any. Uh, there wasn't too many Devontae Williams props. Yeah, I got that either. one. I like like Mark Ingram had twenty six last week. So yes, <laughs> I'm thinking they get up. Down. I mean, it's it's still a split backfield with Melvin Gordon, but even then, you know, like you said, Ingram had twenty six. You know, they were rotating in four guys last week in Houston. If they get out to you know a two possession lead, uh, I could see them. You know, riding that, you know, getting Javante and Melvin Gordon going in this matchup. Yeah. Uh, let's go now to, uh, let's go to uh, Buffalo and Miami. Buffalo laying three and a half on the road, coming off a stinker. Miami catching three and a half at home, plus 100 on that for Miami, Tom. So they're, they're trying to get you to bet that three and a half, I guess, maybe before it goes up to four there. Um, uh, so if you want Buffalo – Maybe maybe take the three and a half. I don't not really that appealing the minus one twenty, but Buffalo laying on the road, Tom. Stay away game for me. What about for you? Yeah, this is a weird line. I, yeah, I'm I'm looking at our odds board right now. I recommend anybody that you know has multiple accounts and check, you know as uh, you know price shopping. Uh, you know I, I'm seeing threes at Caesars. Uh, you know this this line actually has a lot of wild variation here between books. It's it's kind of been sitting in that it's like a 3.25 line all week. It's just like yeah. been ping-ponging between three and three and a half. Um, I, I picked up a three and a half on the Dolphins. I feel like they've been kind of a undervalued commodity, uh, you know, basically, you know, since Brian Flores got there. Um, the, you know, the more the week has gone on, though, you know, th- this is this has kind of been a tough matchup for the Dolphins in the past. Uh, their defense, the way they play, it's it's kind of gotten exposed against um, you know against Josh Allen and company. The the you know the recipe, the, you know the Steelers kind of showed the recipe last week. Sit back in coverage, let your front four do the damage, and uh, try to get home that way. And the Dolphins are, you know, they're kind of right up there with the Ravens in terms of blitz rate and uh, trying to generate pressure. So uh, you know we'll, we'll see if. Yeah, I'm going to be fascinated to watch just for that in this game. If the Dolphins try to, you know, follow that Steelers recipe and, you know, let's sit back and coverage more. Let's go against what we usually do, and that's blitz, blitz, blitz. And uh, I think that's going to be the the interesting thing with this matchup. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Uh, any props here that you were interested in? I didn't. Oh, I, I did get a Miles Gasket one. Um, okay. He's at three and a half. Plus, it's a nice big plus price, plus 130 at Caesars. Uh, it, it's a plus one uh, plus price across the board. Uh, he's He's been really, you know, he's the receiving back here. We're projecting, you know, the, the spread is telling us that this could be a, a pass-heavier script for them uh, as underdogs, uh, averaging 4.2 catches per game since he became the guy in 2020. Uh, and he had up over four catches in both games against the Bills last year. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Just, you know, if this was a minus 110 price, I probably wouldn't be betting it. But uh, getting that extra little uh, return with the plus 130, uh, I kind of like that price. Patriots and the Jets. The Patriots are laying six on the road, coming off a loss, Tom, which means the markets have tanked on the Jets. But similarly to the Jaguars, Greg Cosell pretty impressed with Zach Wilson's toughness. The problem was, Tom, he had to be poised and had to be tough. And now they're down. Their left tackle, Makai Becton, who's going to be out for a while with a knee injury, um, 42 and a half the total here, Patriots and the Jets. <clears throat> yeah, this is this is one I got early uh, Monday Monday morning. I would recommend, you know, anybody that's listening to the, the stream, listening to the podcast, uh, check out Monday morning. I'm going to be putting, you know, I 
I, I've done pretty well getting good lines on Monday mornings before the line movement. And uh, this was one I got at four. It's, it's moved all the way up to six. Uh, I don't think it's getting a seven, but um, you know, we got, we got a couple factors, you know, you, like you said, Mekhi Becton going out, Bill Belichick against the rookie quarterback. I mean, that's, that's a trend that people love to bet yeah. against uh, Bill Belichick after a Patriots loss. Gotta bet that, you know, we have a lot of converging trends here for this game. And that's why I think this line has gone up. So, Hey, Joe, you told me uh, uh, the Bill Simmons podcast, he thought it was going to be minus nine. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that, I mean, you know, say what you want about that. He is a super, you know, Patriots homer, but that's, that's kind of the public perception public that, view, yeah, right? that the, it should be a much higher line. So I don't think it's getting a seven, but uh, you know, it's not, I don't, if there's going to be any Jets money, Tom, it's going to be sharp Jets money coming in late. Yeah. And that's it. So, I, I think if it gets to like six and a half, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. we'll start to be some buyback, but uh, you know, six, uh, I probably wouldn't get involved at six. Maybe if it gets back down to five and a half, uh, that's a little more intriguing for me, but yeah. Uh, it's kind of, kind of, kind of gotten out of my price range a little bit. I liked it at four, uh, but six is, a, it's getting a little, a little out of control. Yeah. <laughs> Um, any props here, Tom? Damien, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go close to a Damian Harris prop right now because um, uh, I don't know how Belichick's going to react. I would hope Belichick wouldn't, um, wouldn't uh, overreact. Damian Harris was essentially the guy who was their offense in that game at 74 and a half. Let me tell you one that stands out to me. Hunter Henry, 26 and a half, I'm showing on DraftKings. Jonathan Smith popped up on the injury report with a hip injury this week. Maybe he's not 100%. Hunter Henry actually ran more routes than him. There's a little value there with that 26. And yeah, I, I actually took John who at 27 and a half. So I thought both of the lines were pretty low. Yeah, so. they are low. So, yeah, yeah, interesting there. I think they both could be involved. I mean, you know, we like both of them. And the other one was Jacoby Myers. I think we're still getting a lot of value on it. You know, he's, you know, he's kind of locked in that Edelman, Amendola, you know, that slot receiver role. Uh, and the one thing about Patriots slot receivers, they stay on the field when they're going to two receiver sets. Yeah. I mean, he – he uh, tied Aguilar for the most routes run last week. So, you know, we don't have to worry about that. You know, when they go, uh, you know, to 12 personnel or whatever, he's not getting taken off the field here. So uh, he ate them alive last year, 18 catches in two games. So I'm placing, per- I'm putting, I'm taking over the four and a half receptions for mine. There you go. Plus price. I got a plus 115. Yeah. It was, oh. it was a plus price across the board. Hopefully they have a rookie slot corner. Yes. So, the Jets, the other Michael. I Clark. mean, the only concern would be that you know the defense just eats Zach Wilson alive, and yeah. the defense scores a touchdown or something, and they're up twenty-one to nothing, and they just ride Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevens the rest of the game. But uh, you know, I, I I like those. I still like those props. Anything you know, I like your Hunter Henry at twenty-six. I think both of those guys could get up over that. Yeah. Um, you know, I really like the Myers one. You know, plus wow. price on that over four and a half. San Fran and Philly, uh, I guess the look ahead line here was Philly plus five and a half. That's all the way down to Philly plus three right now, Tom. Yeah, this is getting a lot of action, too. There were some, there were a, a lot of Eagles. I think the Eagles were, you know, the question now becomes like, was that one of those games like we talked about with the Saints? Was it just that 5% of just perfect outcome for them? 
you know, I don't think the Falcons were as bad relative to expectations as the Packers were in week one. But, uh, I mean, the Eagles were impressive. And the other thing that's, that's happening here for San Francisco, Tom, a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the football, especially in the secondary, that curse continuing for the 49ers. Yeah, they lost Jason Verrett. And, you know, the, the injury list at the end of the week here looks pretty gruesome as well. You know, this is the second game out on the East Coast. I think they stayed at the Greenbrier out in West Virginia again. I think that was kind of their plan. They didn't want to do the, uh, you know, coast to coast to coast flights. Um, you know, they, that's kind of been a tradition for them in recent years under Shanahan. So, but yeah, this, this is a line that's come down. Uh, you know, I guess I'm a tad bit worried that, you know, maybe the Falcons are just that shitty that, you know, uh, you know, made the Eagles look so much better, but I don't know. I, I feel like the Eagles are actually healthy again here. The offensive line is, you know, back to hundred percent and, you know, when they're at 100%, it's as good as any other offensive line in the league. Uh, you know, they have a defensive line that can rival, you know, the top defensive lines in the league. So uh, I think there's a lot of positive signs here for the Eagles. Um, we'll see if the, yeah. the passing game changes around a little bit. It was an interesting under uh, Sirianni here that, you know, it was kind of a, a low A dot game. It was a lot of shorter passes. It was a lot of uh, deep passes and under the old regime last year was, uh, you know, kind of just chuck it and, and hope, but you know, they, they kind of have receivers that you can run a lower a dot, you know, you, you just get the ball in those guys' hands, a lot of speed, a lot of quickness, uh, took advantage of that. So, uh, I'll be interested to see if that continues going forward here. Any props you're interested in, in this game, Tom? Oh, I don't know what I hit. Oh, Devontae Smith, um, yeah. still under 50 yards here, uh, 47 and a half. Uh, you touched on it. You said uh, about the secondary issues here, uh, got some injuries and, you know, they played well for the first couple quarters against the lions, but uh, got a bit exposed at the end there against, you know, basically scrubs. And we got, uh, you know, Khalif, uh, not Khalif Raymond. Khalif uh, Raymond was out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Khalif Raymond. Yeah. Yeah. Cephas was, uh, you know, he came in and uh, who's the other guy? Trinity Benson. Yeah, uh, that, that was the name I was thinking of. Trinity Benson. Trinity Benson. He was, so, he was out there, Trinity. Yeah, so I mean, it didn't look good at the end of that game against the Lions. A uh, couple injuries here. You know, we're we're gonna hit this Devonta Smith. Uh, you know, his props here till he gets up into that sixty-yard range. Yeah, uh, he and Jalen Hurts obviously have that chemistry going mm -hmm. already. Um, yeah, I mean, Vegas, I think anybody would have chemistry with Don, Devontae Smith, man. That guy just gets open. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, just throw it to him. Yep. There's like a 10-yard halo around him, and you're just like, oh, all right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess I'll throw it to that guy. Uh, Vegas going to Pittsburgh, Tom. Vegas now, after an emotional win, has to go cross-country to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's laying six and a half at home. Uh, we got some news here, guys, if you're just finding it out uh, right before we came on air. Um, Josh Jacobs will not play in this game. He was clearly not healthy in week one. Yeah, and they, uh, they took some injuries on the offensive line as well. Um, I don't know what – Incognito, I didn't see his – I didn't mean he's – Incognito uh, is out. Denzel Good is out. Denzel so Good, yeah. starting guards are injured for the Raiders. Yeah, so they're they're down to Kenyon Drake here. I, I gave out the prop for Derek Carr. Uh, I thought it was a low number, 35 and a half. Uh, I would get on that one quick. I could see that one rising here the next couple uh, mm. next couple of hours. Uh, hopefully, if you're listening to this. For, for past attempts, like, yeah. Yeah, his pass attempts. Uh, I think they're going to skew very heavy to the pass. Uh, you know, I, I don't see him having a, a ton of success well, running the ball here with uh, – with, go ahead, Joe. Let, let's, let's say here, Tom, um, first and foremost, um, with the rushing prop here for Kenyon Drake, 
Um, oh, now, I didn't even see that. So just keep this in mind. It's 46 and a half right now um, at DraftKings. Um, John Gruden, somebody said, you know, what, what do you feel like this opportunity for Kenyon Drake? And Gruden responds, he goes, this isn't an opportunity for Kenyon Drake. It's an opportunity for Peyton Barber. So essentially Gruden's like, Kenyon Drake's going to keep playing the same role. Tom, I'm leaning under on that rushing yard prop for Kenyon Drake. I'm not telling you he's not like an RB2 for fantasy with how he's involved in the passing game, but with those injuries, um, I, I think I lean under on the Kenyon. That's a that's a good grab there, Joe. I, I'm I'm almost curious. I might just kind of wait on that because I'm thinking that and if a it lot, gets fed up, yes, it might get fed up, or you know maybe we get like at least like a smaller, you know maybe a, a plus price if it gets fed yeah. up. So uh, yeah, that's one. Maybe I'll just kind of sit on there and wait and um, yeah. you know Peyton Barber stinks. Jesus yeah, Christ. yeah, but Peyton Barber well, stinks, but he convinces coaches he doesn't stink which is like really an impressive talent when you think about it. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's how I work at fantasy points. I convinced yeah. John Hanson that I don't stink. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Derek Carr, the only, uh, the ones I'm showing for me are Derek Carr and Najee Harris. Um, that was, so I'm going to see if I can get a Kenyon Drake line a little bit later here, Tom, but there you go. There's a little tidbit for you. Um, Kenyon Drake, if that gets up at over 50 yards, Tom, I think I'd be hammering the under on that. Yeah. I'll take a look at that one. I, I like to, I gave out this, you know, the, the line, I'm glad I got it five and a half. I hope, uh, you know, anybody that's listening now, you know, checks the, uh, checks the article throughout the week. I gave that out, I believe yesterday. You like uh, the Steelers in this spot? Yeah. It's just a terrible spot for the Raiders. I mean, yeah. um, it's just a, you know, they're playing that. The Steelers were actually kind of in the same situation last year. They only won by six against the Broncos. The Broncos played that Monday night. The ten, remember when they used to do the ten o'clock game on Monday night opening opening night, um, and they lost that game to the Titans. And then they had to come out to Pittsburgh the next week. Uh, they were flat as a pancake uh, for much of that game, and then they scored a couple touchdowns late to make it competitive. But uh, I could see something like that happening this week with the Raiders. So. Uh, you know, one more prop out of that game, I, I thought of another pretty low line is Claypool. He was at 44 and a half receiving mm-hmm. yards. So uh, looking through Wes, Wes Huber's uh, matchup article, uh, he's a he's a cover three beater. So uh, he's cleared 40, you know, he's gotten 45 plus yards in nine of nine of his last 11. So take a look at Claypool. Uh, off yeah, of a pretty, you know, that. pretty quiet season opener. He's, yeah, I still think he's going to be a big part of uh, their passing game. You know what? I think that was the perfect storm for people to start panicking about the Steeler offense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Buffalo, you know, dragging you down, good defense, just dra- good coverage, dragging you into the slop there. You know, that, I, I think that was a, that was a perfect storm for Buffalo. This could be a, a nice get right spot for the yeah. offense this week. Well, based on last week, Tom, the markets are going in opposite ways on Minnesota and Arizona. Minnesota catching four on the road, Arizona. Um, uh, this line's wild to me. Yeah, well, this opened at one and a half. So, uh, I, I, Tom, I, I'll be honest, I picked the Vikings straight up. I I bet them, uh, you know, not, not bet them. I, I gave them out for the uh, picks at three and a half. And just everything that's coming out, I'm just like, God, I, I feel like jumping off the Titanic here. It, 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 like, it does not feel good with the Vikings right now. Did, mm. did you see Everson Griffin getting a oh, car yeah, wreck today? Oh, yeah, in a car wreck. Yeah, yeah. it's oh. just like, you know, Anthony Barr is out again. Like, uh, 
something is just not right with this. Uh, it just feels like there's a cancer uh, in this organization right now. Mike Zimmer's teams have been god awful against the spread. Uh, they've dropped eight straight. So I'm, I don't know. I, I think the Cardinals are going to be very popular for uh, you know office polls. Uh, AT, I, you know this is one I think the general public sees like this should be a six point spread. Yeah. Um, but you know, a lot of yeah, people. I do still... think the value is on the Vikings here, but you're right. The vibes are not great. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a tough, tough month here, you know, go date back all the way to August, you know, with all the COVID stuff with Kirk cousins and uh, it's just, it's just a weird vibe with this Vikings team right now, but um, you know, I'm, I'm still surprised. I'm looking across the board. It's three and a half. Most places uh, DraftKings has it at four. Uh, I'm surprised that, you know, it's still as, kind of sitting there it hasn't gotten up above four and a half but uh i guess you know this is one of those where you know we we always see the week two overreactions at off of the, the season opening games and this one it feels kind of like an underreaction to to what happened you know vikings go on the road lose the unexpectedly to the Bengals and the cardinals slaughter the titans and this line kind of feels like it's in the spot it should be in you know before uh, those games some prop rushing props that stick out after Joe Mixon just picked up chunks and chunks and chunks of yardage, Tom. Um, James Conner and Chase Edmonds kind of stick out to me. Conner was the early down back. I thought Edmonds' role was exactly what you wanted if you drafted him for fantasy. Um, uh, but that maybe maybe those uh, those rushing yard props are a little bit low. Yeah, I was looking at those. Uh, the Edmonds one was getting some juice. Um, I think it was, a, I was looking more rushing and receiving for him. Rushing and receiving. Yeah. For him. I'd, yeah, you know, I'd rather if I'm getting, you know, those involved with Edmonds, I would, that's where I would. Yes. Yeah. You know, definitely rushing with Connor. He didn't even run a route last week. So yeah. apparently the pro football focus updated Tom, he ran seven. So oh, I mean, okay. yeah. that's still yeah. extremely low. Yeah. So Connor, you never want to get involved in the rushing plus receiving. Uh, Edmonds is probably get involved in the rushing plus receiving. Yeah. So yeah, no. I, I did look at that. I, I don't know what the number was off the top of my head, but it was in that 70 yard range. I 71 and a half I'm seeing right now. Okay. Um, I'm seeing Connor at 34 and a half rushing yards. seems a little low to me. I don't think he looked great last. He did have a great stiff arm, um, but he, Minnesota, he, he murdered somebody. Yeah. Minnesota <laughs> did give up a lot on the ground last week. So that, that's just something to consider there. If you're mm-hmm. uh, looking at Minnesota and Arizona, Atlanta, Tampa, Atlanta catching 12 and a half in Tampa over under 51. Tom, I said it last week, but if I'm playing, I'm laying with the 12 and a half. I am not betting Atlanta after last week. And the problem is stylistically, at least in the trenches, Philadelphia and Tampa Bay are highly comparable with good offensive lines and great defensive lines. This is true. I, 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 I don't disagree with that. I did go Falcons for uh you know office pool stuff i just you know i, I feel like the yeah. buccaneers are going to be like an 80 75 80 percent team oh yeah people um, are going to be completely out yeah of and, and uh you know I, I did it in the trends and stats article you know in the game hubs there and uh you know matt ryan has been fucking great in this these kind of situations when he's a double digit underdog um uh, but you know obviously it is a bit of a different situation here different offense no julio jones anymore not as much you know, passing game firepower, but um, you know, I'm, I'm going to go a bit against the gray. I'll, I'll go with the Falcons here, you know, keep that line ticking up. I'm not, I'm not betting this game though. Uh, it's, it's a lot of points to lay with the Buccaneers. Um, and, and, you know, Falcons are a team that I'm not, you know, I'm not siding with, uh, with my own money on the game until I see yeah. some positive things going on. So, um, you know, I, 
I, I looked at the props too for this game. I, I had a tough time getting involved with anything on the, the prop side as well. The the pit stuff was, was I would lean over on Pitts's receptions, but I would have hoped it was lower than four. Yeah, well that's yeah, that's I went in, you know, because you I do these numbers. I'm sure you do the stuff and yeah. you, you have stuff in mind. You know, I was hoping Pitts would be, you know, in that 40 yard range, 44 yard, you know, somewhere in that low 40 range. And uh, you know, his props were up in that high 40s. So I was like. I couldn't quite get there. And, um, you know, I was hoping for some How better about numbers. this, Tom? Bruce Arians came out this week and said, Rojo is starting. Is well, he, he said later, you know, uh, on Thursday or Friday, he said, Oh, they're all starters. They're all starters. So so he's got like 17 starters on offense because I'm sure OG Howard and Cameron Braid are starters and Scotty Miller's a starter too. And yeah, like, so, I'm, I, I'm under on Rojo until further notice, and it, I'm seeing a 42 and a half. I actually you see numbers. I didn't see I, any numbers. DraftKings has a 42 and a half out there. I am under all the freaking day on that one. Okay, I might have to add that one. <laughs> yeah, DraftKings has like these uh, 20% boosts, so uh, I didn't actually place a game. They have a 20% boost for every game, and um, I might have to use them on that one because I did not bet this game yet anything in that game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that as we. Uh, I didn't even realize that he. He had a, a number yet, so I'm gonna jump on that did as you, well, Joe. Did you see the uh, the picture, Tom? That was kind of going around on Twitter this week of of Matt Ryan. Just poor Matt Ryan, like just his corpse lying on the turf <laughs> between all the offense. You know, the offense yeah, with, <laughs> between that, like Jalen Mayfield. By the way, Jalen Mayfield, the rookie left guard. Oh my God, are you gonna? Had, I think I had the lowest passing blocking grade in Pro Football Focus history. Wow, that's. That's impressive. <laughs> One, not for Matt Ryan though. One point four. Yeah, there is a Ronald Jones number here, John. I'm gonna jump on that right now. All right, we're, we're, we're doing more bets on uh, the live. The, uh, I tweeted the picture out. I'm gonna put it in the uh, chat there. Uh, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put the tweet in the chat there uh, for that. But I, I I put that in up in our our Game Hub article as well, and it's just Jalen Mayfield just like looking down at the corpse of Matt Ryan. <laughs> And Greg Cosell said Jalen Mayfield will be seeing Javon Hargrave in his nightmares. Um, oh, and, wait till Vita Vea comes up. <laughs> yeah, and Domicong Sue, and oh my goodness. <laughs> oh boy, this, the, I mean, it's, it's not going to be pretty there for Mr. Ryan and company. Um, let's go to Dallas and the Chargers. Uh, Tom, if you take the under in this game, you're braver than me. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I'm trying to think of a scenario where it goes under. I mean, I guess... The Cowboys stick with Zeke and they really try to get that well, running game going. The only and... thing, yeah, and I actually threw that into um, my game hub. Like, because of the injury to Demarcus Lawrence, could they decide, let's slow it down? And, you know, like, but the reason they almost beat Tampa last yeah, week that's was because they threw the football. That's exactly what I was thinking, Joe. I mean, that was. They decided last week, we're not beating the Buccaneers by, you know, trying to go, you know, scrap it out. We're going to, we're going to throw it around the field. We're going to, although the defensive line, you know, this isn't the same. I think a lot of that had to do with the defensive line of the Buccaneers. So, you know, I think they'll have more success trying to run the ball, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're trying to come up with ideas why this game would go under, um, you know, that, that's the only way I could look in this game. Is it still uh 55 and a half? You said, Joe. I think it was, I don't think it's touched 56 yet. That's, you know, 56 is a pretty key number for, you know, over, you know, for totals in the NFL. 
Yeah, so it's it's fifty five. It's fifty five. Okay. Why. So yeah, that is what. I yeah, this line has moved quite a bit too in terms of the spread. It's you know up to three and a half at most places after the Demarcus Lawrence news. It's been a it's been a rough week for the Cowboys. You know they almost pull off the up, upset and they find out Lyle Collins is suspended for five games for missing drug testing and. Uh, you lose to Marcus Lawrence, and yeah, it's it's been a rough couple a uh, couple days after almost knocking off the, the defending champions there. Yeah, so uh, I mean, uh, well, yeah, just a tough uh, a, a tough uh, go of it there for the uh, for uh, the Dallas Cowboys with all those injuries. Any props you're interested in this game, Tom? Um, yeah, I I do like the Amari Cooper. I think you know we can lose Michael Gallup here. Um, up over 80 receiving yards in his last five games with Dak. So, uh, you know, we're talking about this is going to be a pretty pass-heavy game here. Uh, you know, it's up to three and a half now. So if there's a team that's going to be trailing and throwing a little bit more at late in the game, it's probably going to be the Cowboys side. Uh, you know, C.D. Lamb gets all the pub, but it's, you know, Cooper's kind of been kind of been his guy, you know, dating back to last year. So uh, I think the C.D. CD uh, number is – up in the high 70s um, or chris yeah. harris by the way is out of this game for the chargers oh geez more fireworks it's gonna be a shootout That's just so just saying there um well now cd lamb played a lot outside last week tom but uh cedric wilson can come in and play inside you know i know i, I know people think he's an option 35 and a half is the line on cedric wilson maybe a little bit higher than i thought it would be but some it's hard to beat these guys sometimes yeah, I uh, yeah, I did see that as well. I put that in the trends article that you know it was Wilson played pretty much exclusively inside whenever he came okay. into the game. So CD Lamb, you know, he was what ninety up over ninety percent of the snaps in the slot last year. Looks like he's going to be like a you know at least probably like a sixty or seventy percent, if not higher than that, on the uh, perimeter this week. Yeah, so uh, just keep that in mind here with with Chris Harris. Okay, let's go to uh, Tennessee and Seattle. Tennessee catching six and a half. Another team the markets have collapsed on after week one. This line, I have no freaking idea. No. Uh, um, Tennessee um, look like garbage. I know. I, I put a best bet out in them last week, and they made me look like a fool. So, but I'm I'm not putting my own money on it. But I, I am going back to the well with them. You know, I, I think it was six or whatever. You know, we, I think it was, it's, it's been ticking upward here, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to stick with a little bit with my priors here that, you know, Tennessee isn't nearly this bad and the Seattle isn't nearly this good, but like they showed against the uh, Colts last week. Um, you know, I was, you know, this is one game that could have some weather. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a rainy game up, up in the uh, Pacific Northwest, not a total shocker in September up there, but uh, you know, they obviously need some rain off on the West Coast, but, um, you know, this could be a, a little bit more of a sloppy game. Maybe that plays more into Derrick Henry's hands. Maybe, uh, uh, you know, this offensive line can get going a little bit. You know, this isn't as formidable as a group as Chandler Jones and J.J. Watts. So uh, I'm leaning towards the Titans here, but not putting any of my money on them. Not put yeah. my money on them after watching. Yeah, if you want to put your money week. on them, put your money on them. I'm not putting my money on them. I'm not putting but, my money. But for pool, you know, pool purposes or whatever, you know, I'm I'm going with the Titans. You know, I if if you know if they played the Cardinals closer, you know, it was a touchdown game or whatever, and it wasn't quite a blowout. You know, this game's coming in at plus four. You know, it, they're plus four in this game. So, uh, you know, 
we're, we're, I'm giving a little bit of trust that they're not nearly as bad as they showed last week. Maybe, yeah. You know, we could find out Sunday night that, yeah, maybe they are that shitty, but, um, you know, uh, maybe it's a one game. This is a game that we were talking about underreactions the week one. This is, this is one of those that was overreacted here with the Titans. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, any props in this game, Tom, you like? I don't think so, actually. I didn't. Uh, yeah, DK Metcalf's 81 and a half is a little high. Yeah, it, was, it was super high. Uh, Lockett was like 70. Uh, I was looking at Carson for a little bit. Uh, I think that was like 80 some in terms of rushing plus receiving, but didn't quite get there. You know, I, I, I don't, you know, I was thinking Penny being out, but I don't think that really changes the dynamic of the backfield too much. You know, Alex Collins is just going to step in and kind of be the change of pace guy. So, there wasn't too much uh, that was, you know, and the, the whole Titans offense, I, I don't completely trust right now. So um, I, I would only really look at Hunters if I was doing Titan stuff. So uh, not, a, not a game I'm really looking to get involved with the uh, sides, you know, total or player props. Really. Yeah, let me see. Uh, let me see what the Derrick Henry number is. Uh, 86 and a half. I'd probably lean under on that with, with yeah. the Titans. I mean, that is – Derrick Henry, 86 and a half. That's an under number. If, if, the, if the six and a half line is correct, that's an under. Yeah, it yeah. certainly is. But yeah. I could also, you know, uh, laid out the weather. I, you know, I could see them trying to get back to the bread and butter here early in the game. But uh, yeah, I would lean towards under. But yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling great about, you know, <laughs> you don't win a lot of under bets with Derrick Henry usually, but you know, maybe this is a spot. Maybe this is a different team. Maybe this is a diff- different year here with a new OC. Can't imagine the Ravens have been underdogs at home, Tom, very much under John Harbaugh. Um, but they're three and a half point underdogs right now. And that team is Ooh. collapsing, collapsing it's, around Lamar Jackson. It's been ugly. They and lose- City, the favorite. Yeah. They're losing backs and you know the defensive backs are collapsing offensive line is a disaster they're uh i don't know if we've gotten any final reports on stanley but you know he was looking questionable but he hasn't practiced all week tom yeah they were talking you know i could see them protecting his you know they don't want him to jeopardize him you know especially after the major injury that he went through last year so um you know steelers fan here ali villanueva freaking was terrible last year yeah. and it you know we saw the same thing from him last week at, at right tackle getting owned by Crosby so I am not I'm not taking the points I am laying them I, I laid two and a half before that Monday night game uh the result came in moved to three and a half I would still look at that three and a half I would yeah that's the that's the only side I'm looking to bet I cannot get involved with the Ravens right now they feel like a they, they feel like a fallen knife, as uh, our boy TC says. It's a fallen yeah. knife right now with the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, the, the vibes are so bad. The offensive line is bad. Uh, Cosell says Steve Spagnuolo loves to bring zero coverage and blitz Lamar Jackson. He's had a ton of success doing that. He's going to have more success doing that uh, this week with the offensive line. I mean, this is going to have to be Harbaugh's best coaching job here, Tom. Yeah, in the backfield, I mean, I, I'm not doing any props there. I mean, yeah. Tyson Williams looked like the best runner, but you know, Do they think the, so. The the rookie, you know, he he was making rookie mistakes left and right. It sounded like he uh, was having issues with the exchanges on RPOs, missing pass protection result. You know, uh, you know, it was it just terrible results. You know, outside of just having the ball in his hands. So uh, Latavius Murray 
going to be involved. Devontae Freeman gets the call up over at Le'Veon Bell. Uh, as a Steelers fan, I get a chuckle lot of that. But <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is a disaster. Um, if you are like far be it from me to recommend you put a prop bet on Miko Hardman. Oh, God, he, no. He, oh, has, no. Oh, he no. has gone over 80 yards and a touchdown in both of his games with the Ravens. Tom, the Ravens put two of their top four corners on IR in the past week, and the other two are listed as questionable on the injury report, Marlon Humphrey and Jimmy Smith. Yeah, I, I mean, so to... even defensively, the Ravens are, are a disaster right now. Yeah, I haven't seen – you know, they obviously gave up – because it's it's like on four or five catches, so they've given up big plays to, to get those results. But the Ravens, you know, we saw at the end of the game, they'll do the zero blitzes, they'll – you know, they'll put their guys out in islands and they're going to give Tyreek Hill a little bit extra coverage. So, you know, maybe I can't, but I'm not, I can't do it. Joe. I'm not good. I'm not yeah. doing it. You're not, uh, yeah, you're not I talking won't do me it. into, I won't you're do not it. talking me into, I cannot bet on, I cannot bet on Paul Hardman. Detroit plus 12 at Green Bay, Monday night football over under a 48, Tom. Um, Green Bay coming off an embarrassing loss. Detroit coming off a surprising offensive onslaught. Dare I say, this one might actually be kind of bad fun to watch on Monday Night Football. I think it's going to be a blast. I mean, it, yeah. it's either, you know, it's going to go sideways again for the Packers, and then that's going to be, like, very good drama. Or, you know, they're going to slaughter them, and we're going to, you know, see Rodgers, you know, loving life. And, um, you know, I, I think I'm leaning towards the, uh, you know, Rogers slaughtering them here. I, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's going to be a one-off performance down there in week one. We'll, we'll see what happens on Monday, but it's, it's, it's for, you know, for the Lions being involved in this game, uh, you know, the, the Packers made it dramatic by what they did in week one. So uh, I'm expecting a bounce back performance here. I uh, took them, uh, you know, playing 11, I guess in the office polls. I didn't actually bet that, but, uh, I got a couple props on, I got Rogers plus plus one twenty. you know, to throw over two and a half touchdowns. Yeah. Um, did it in 10 of his last 13 games last year. Um, you know, this isn't a, a tough secondary. They just lost Jeff Akuda. Oh my God. They're going to have a terrible, uh, they're going to have a terrible time trying to slow yeah. down the Packers. DeAndre Swift, 75, 70 and a half rather rushing plus receiving is interesting to me. Um, Valdez Scantling over two and a half catches. Now it's minus 175, but Tommy led the team with eight targets last week. I know, I know. I, I, anytime with MVS, though, I would look yardage. Yardage, he, he gets he gets the a dot, you know, he's yeah. like the 15. He was, he was up near 20 yards this week, yeah, exactly. So, you, you do those. I, I'm not doing catch props with him, I'm doing yardage props with him. Uh, even maybe, you know, longest completion with him, you know, that's probably sitting mid twenties or something. It's actually um, 19 and a half. <laughs> got my, you've piqued my interest there. Uh, let's see uh, if I can, let's see if I can find that on, on, on my crappy book. <laughs> but oh, yeah, uh, uh, a prop for the lions at Hawkinson. I got him 50 and a half, uh, yeah. in the article. I mean, uh, this guy's under, under, underlined right now. He's going to be, you know, his props are probably going to be, I think they're going to settle in the 60, 60 yard range going forward here. So bit of a, bit of an undervalue still uh, take that. I don't take that. You know, he played against the 49ers last week too, put up 90 yeah. some yards. They were, you know, anybody that did fantasy football last year knows that they were the toughest matchup for tight ends. So Hawkinson is going to feast here. And you know, no Tyrell Williams here. He's out of the game. 
Well, not officially yet. Not officially, yeah. That that but, that's not coming out till tomorrow. But it's uh, you know, it's a yeah. you know, they're gonna play it safe with them. You know, there's no rush to get them back on the field. So, uh, Hawkinson up over 15 and a half receiving yards as well. All right, T. Brown, that'll wrap up this slate here. 15 games, a lot of good stuff here. Joe, I, into- I figured out that you know this uh, this live stream is about two beers. So okay, uh, a two beer live stream. I'm going to go grill up some sausage, uh, put some Ted Lasso on, and enjoy my night. I have another article to edit. It never stops. It never stops, Tom. Nice beer. I can't wait for tomorrow. I can't wait for tomorrow. I'm going to, like, actually sit down and enjoy something. You know, just soak in, like, not actually work so much. So, uh, uh, when you're catching us on this live stream, I mean – we're literally running on fumes by this point. I'm, yeah, I'm I still have to hilarious. update news blurbs. Oh, my God. I'm dead. Uh, I actually managed to work out four times this week, Tom. Believe You're doing not. better than me. I, I worked out Monday, Tuesday, and uh, Wednesday yeah. and Thursday were disaster. Well, it does so. help when I don't have to leave the house to do it. So, it does help. <laughs> um, but I even – I didn't even – yesterday I couldn't do it, and I still, and I don't have to leave the house. So, but anyway, that's uh, – that, that's the – that, that's the story today. Tom, our boy Shorts is coming down tomorrow. We're going to watch oh. the Penn State game. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, right. Our dogs are, uh, by the way, I do too, BMAC. I do like Penn State to cover against Auburn. I got him. I got him at the four and a half, and that keeps moving up. So um, I like Penn State to cover the uh, the four and a yeah, half. Yeah, I'm, I'm on him too, Joe. Let's, yeah. let's go not Lions. Uh, Bo Nix stinks. He is Auburn's version of Sean Clifford, and he's on the road. So, I, I mean, that's. That's what I'm thinking. Anyway, Tom, I feel oddly confident in this game. I, I, I like I I've been very yeah. pessimistic about this team for you know the last year or two. You know since Trace McSorley left, McSorley left. Yeah. But I'm feeling oddly pessim- uh, optimistic about this team. So I That's probably gonna. I, I feel like uh, it could be a two touchdown game. Maybe. Beating Auburn, a uh, beating Wisconsin on the road in Week One after they a bad no season last winning. year show show that team had some guts yeah, yeah. i mean so yeah I, I like that too all right tom uh go enjoy your bears i'm gonna edit an article and i'm gonna go out on the grill and probably grab a claw so uh, uh i'll see you guys uh for those of you listening on demand watching on demand thank you so much um just remember uh I, well i guess uh, if you watch this on demand and you want to listen to it and don't want to look at our mugs, go to the uh, drop down menu in the top of, of fantasypoints.com premium podcast, and it'll show you how to access them. So thanks, everybody. Have a wonderful Friday.